Tito's and Shiner Gonna be an all-nighter And I just might find her At the Whataburger line Dance halls and women But man, I'm wishing That I was fishing by the river tonight In Texas Howdy, howdy, howdy everybody Welcome back to another episode of Tex-ish We hope that you all enjoyed a fantastic and or awkward Thanksgiving with your family over the past few days. I know we did. We certainly did. Mostly fantastic. Actually, no No, awkward. No no awkwardness here. Something about not having grandparents around. (laughs) It's that or uh, the fact that we don't eat turkey. Also that. I think turkey breeds awkwardness. It really does. It's an awkward bird. It is a very awkward bird. Awkward turtle, mostly. We'll recap Thanksgiving here in a second. But first, before we get to anything else... As always... Your favorite segment, our favorite not sponsors, the people who give us no money to do this show where we don't make any money, but we have a lot of laughs. Our first not sponsor for this episode of Tex-ish is Brisket Burps. Brisket Burps. Did you really enjoy that slice or two of brisket? Thought, man... I really love the taste of that. Don't worry. It's coming back. It's coming back. (laughs) Give it an hour or so, then burp. Is that hot pepper? Is it just a greasy little gut bomb trying to make make its way out of your gullet? Brisket burps. They taste really hot and smell really bad. (laughs) Brisket burps. Is your date going poorly? Don't worry. We got your back. (laughs) Brisket burps. Brisket burps. Got a meeting with a client later? You're going to ruin that. (laughs) Brisket burps. Not as bad as sausage burps, but close. Brisket burps. I should not have had that Lone Star. (laughs) Our second not sponsor... Above Ground Pools. Above Ground Pools. Tell me you're redneck without telling me you're redneck. Above Ground Pools. Above Ground Pools. Is that a double wide? There's certainly an Above Ground Pool behind it. Tell you what we gonna do, Mom. We gonna put a pool here, but we can't dig down because of sewer line, so we just gonna put it above the ground. We're just gonna put it right above above the ground. Only about three feet, right, Johnny? No, Ma. No, Ma. Ten feet. (laughs) Above Ground Pools. Diving boards are a bad idea, but we're gonna do it anyway. Above Above Ground ground Pools. pools. If you shoot a BB gun at it, it's gonna pop it. Above Ground Pools. There's no lifeguard. Above Ground Pools. It's from Costco, not Walmart. (laughs) That's a good one right there. That's from Sam's Club. Thank you once again to our not sponsors. Thank you, not sponsors. Once upon a time in Texas history. So this is a fun one. I wanted to come here with something kind of light. I know we've been doing lots of gunfights and death and (laughs) destruction. Lots of gunfights and lots of potential (laughs) slavery and oppression. So in this case, there's no slavery. There's no oppression. Just a fun-loving goat who likes to drink beer. Oh, Clay Henry Sr. was elected to the mayor of Lajitas. Lajitas. In 1986. And this was a goat? This is a goat. His name is uh, Clay Henry uh, Sr. He's owned by Clay Pierre. Um, and he was much beloved in Lajitas for increasing tourism. Oh. He was this famous beer drinking goat. He drank anywhere from 35 to 40 beers a day. True story. Are you serious? I'm dead serious. And because of this increase in tourism, he was fairly popular. And the there was this mayor that got elected the uh, the election prior from Houston. Okay. And the owner of Clay Henry did not like that because he had family going back generations in Lajitas. He thought he said that if somebody from Houston could get elected here, his goat could. 
And one of his friends was just like, you should run with that <laughs> because I think you could get your goat elected. So the next year, whenever they ran the mayoral campaign, the goat ran on a platform of being a beer drinking goat from Lajitas. And the ma- the other mayor ran on a platform of getting a snowplow. Guess who won? The beer drinking goat. The beer drinking goat. They got national media attention. <laughs> the, the goat got elected mayor. And now Lajitas has a long tradition of electing Clay's kids. Okay. So there's Clay Jr. and Clay the Third, both of whom have been the mayor of Lajitas, both of whom drink 30 to 45 beers a day. And these are goats or people? These are goats. Point. These are still goats. These are still goats. <laughs> so Lajitas, Texas has a history of, of electing, electing goats, goats as, as their mayor. Uh-huh. Yeah. So <laughs> they, as of 2011, they no longer drink beer, um, but the stuffed carcass of Clay Henry Sr. is on display at the Terralingua Trading Post. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Isn't that great? That is awesome. And the, the ghost name was what again? Clay Henry. And what year was it elected? 1986. 19, that is uh-huh. way sooner than way I thought Way sooner that than would you be. would think, yeah. Mr. Yeah. Mayor, what did you think of the recent storm? I wanna- <laughs> It was bad. <laughs> mayor, what should we do? Drink more beer. Drink more beer. Hey, man. That's a Texas mayor fiber. That one. is a Texas mayor. That's not even our badass, Get, but that guess is amazing. Guess how he died. I'm going to guess like his liver imploded. Uh-uh. So his him and his son, <laughs> two goats, uh, got drunk off their asses from a day of drinking beer from tourists. Okay. Were put in the same pen during rutting season and got into a huge fight. And the son killed the dad. The son killed the dad? <laughs> yeah. Wow. In a, in a drunken goat brawl. There needs to be a movie made about <laughs> Clay Henry. Yeah. Pretty funny, right? The actual goat. There's like a longer history behind this, but like I, that's kind of the main. That's point. just the gist. That's is the in gist. 1986, like in 1986, a, t- a you know, bunch of people elected, elected a goat mm-hmm. that drank 30 to 40 beers a day right. over a person, over a person who probably ran the town relatively well. Not to like, get political. Not to get political. But I feel like that could work today too. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. If we just put a goat up there and said, "Hey, oh, did you see Matthew McConaughey passed on uh, running for so governor he's not this year? running for governor? Not this year, no." I feel like that means he's never running for governor, right? I think possibly, Because yeah. if not now, why would he do it later? Am I going to run for mayor? Mm. Mm. Red light. <laughs> <laughs> Who's our small town of the week? <laughs> small town of the week is No Trees, Texas. Mm. It's about 20 minutes outside of Odessa, and it got developed in the 1940s following discovery of large oil fields to the surprise of absolutely to the nobody. surprise of nobody so it was owned by a couple different oil companies and it was thriving in the 50s and 60s by 66 its population was 338 Nice. With a few businesses and supporting things. Yeah. Around that time, uh, the guy who owned the town applied for a post office and for the town to become incorporated, which mm-hmm. it currently is not. Because there is no post because office. Because there is no post office. It had previously been called Strawberry, Texas. Okay. As well <laughs> That's as... That's a lot different than No Trees. Than No Trees, exactly. Uh, let me see if I can find the other name they called it. Uh, Strawberry, Texas, and Caprock, which makes way more sense. That makes a lot more makes sense. Makes a lot more sense. <laughs> Uh, so when he applied, he called it no trees. Okay. There was one tree in the town, and it got destroyed to make way for, for a pump jack. So there actually are there no actually trees. There actually are no trees Aww. in that town. Yeah, No Trees, Texas is an accurate name. Is an actual accurate mm-hmm. name. It seems like a lot of these small towns with quirky names mm-hmm. are actually accurate names for the town. Yeah. 
Like, it's never like, yeah, not where'd usually. that name come from? You can usually actually look at the town and see, oh, yeah, that's like, why. Like Dish, Texas, uh, uh, Cut and Shoot. Cut and Shoot. Uh, yeah, Ding Just Dong. Ding Dong. Like, <laughs> which is one of my favorites. Is it No Space Trees or No, no Hyphen tr- Trees? No hi- it's No Trees. No Trees. Yeah. So now, because the community currently supports uh, four businesses and a post office, which is kind of cool, um, obviously the town basically died yeah. once Odessa got infrastructure to yeah. bus people back and forth. Mm-hmm. Oil company stopped providing housing in the, in the town, but now it's home to a 153 MW wind farm Ooh. connected to one of the largest grid storage facilities in the world. Okay. Um, and it used to, uh, let's see, it used a 36MW 48,000 HP lead acid battery from 2012 to 2016, which could deliver full effect for 40 minutes. So it could run the whole town for 40 minutes in like a catastrophic blackout situation. That's good. Which is pretty insane. Because as we learned back in February, right. it only takes 40-ish minutes yeah. to fix a power outage. Yeah. Only 40-ish minutes. 40-ish minutes. They're going to get... It, it's, you know, even even in the worst, like, I don't know, let's say... 100-year winter storm. Right. Even in those situations, like, 40 minutes? 40 minutes. We got you. I'm pretty sure the Austin City Electric Company tweeted, literally, hey, guys. We got this. 40 minutes. <laughs> 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, it's mostly used for, like, uh, f- they call it frequency responses. Okay. Which is where they've just got a overlapping outage in the grid, and they yeah. need a second. Um, in 2007, it was replaced with lithium-ion batteries, and several larger batteries have been built. So I'm really we, glad that we're yeah. into batteries, and I know exactly, exactly what the difference what I just is said. just now. Yeah. Well, I knowing as much as I do about batteries, which for the record is nothing, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, can, I feel like I can confidently say that lead and acid are a bad combination. Uh, that sounds... It sounds bad. If I was in especially, science class and you said that... Especially if it can run a town for 40 minutes. Exactly. A, a town is huge as no trees. Right. Like, the batteries I use to power my remote sting me if they start leaking so like i'm just thinking what could happen if you put your tongue on that battery Mm -hmm. instead of the one in your remote no tongue texas (laughs) no (laughs) ouch tongue texas well if you are ever in the west texas area making that trek out to marfa or balmeray or big Ben to take your little instagram picture at the prada store hook a left in odessa before you get there hit up no trees trees. say what's up all right you want to know who our badass is yeah all right so I pulled this one up because, one, we are in that time of year in Texas where we are nearing the Texas High School State Championships. Oh, that's right. This is a football state. This is a huge deal here. From six-man all the way up to the biggest 6A school there is. Mm -hmm. Most Texas kids grow up dreaming of going to the state championship. Yeah. We also talked about coaching on our way to Andrews last week, you and I, as we were making the drive, kind of lamenting about the fact that most coaches suck, both Mm -hmm. as people but also at their actual job, Mm -hmm. and just sort of talking about, man, it sucks that those who can't teach coach. And those that can't coach. Coach Jim. Yeah. But coaching is such an important role in reality mm-hmm. and they, i mean that's why we have so many movies about coaches exactly and, and that's so much why reverence for good coaches well and that's why the good coaches stick out and we also talked about big daddy with mom mm-hmm. in our episode last week check out our episode of texas from last week where we interview our mom by the way and we talk about her dad about mm-hmm. big daddy how he loved getting to pour into young men especially like the reason he coached was to influence and impact and guide right. 
young men. And so I decided just to look up who's the most winningest Texas high school football coach of all time. And it is Phil Danaher. He is a Texas high school football coach, the head football coach at Cal Allen High School in Corpus Christi, Texas, and is one of only three Texas coaches to reach 400 career wins. Oh, wow. And he's still coaching to this day at the age of 72. Good for him. I know. So Danaher was born in Missouri, but shortly afterwards, his family moved to South Texas. He played high school football at Harlingen High School. Harlan and, and then went on to play quarterback at Angelo State University. Hey, and right out Rams. of yeah, right out of high school, he began or right out of college, he began coaching high school in Dilly, Texas, a class two A school. And then eventually, he got hired at Cal Allen High School, a class four A school at the time. He turned the football program that had not reached the playoffs in twenty eight years, leading them to seven state semifinals appearances and two title games since. Beginning in 1988, Cal Allen had a state record of 16 consecutive seasons with 10 or more wins. That's twice as much as the previous record established by Yates High School in Houston, Texas. In 2004, Danaher won his 300th high school game, making him one of only four coaches in Texas high school football history to do so. By 2010, he was ranked second all-time behind G.A. Moore's 426 wins. And then on November 3rd, 2016, Danaher's Cal Allen Wildcats defeated the Flower Bluff Hornets 31-7 in the District 35A Interzone Championship game, giving Danaher his 427th win, making him the winningest high school football coach in Texas football history. As of last season, his record is now an all-time 470 113 and four. Wow. So he has won a lot of games. So he's on his way to 500. He's on his way to 500. What I find interesting is he hasn't won a state championship. Right. So I wonder if that drives him crazy. (laughs) Maybe. I I would just wonder if like, is he still coaching? Not because he wants to be the winningest high school coach of all time, but But he's he's, going for that. He's made it going for that title. Almost 500 wins in without getting the state championship. Maybe. But, Philip Danaher, you must be good at what you do, or you would have been fired already. I know you can't see us. I'm taking my hat off to you, sir. We salute you, sir. Also, coaches, we need better ones. Step it up, guys. Step it up, guys. It's not that hard. Anyway, so that's our Badass of the Week. Shouts out football. Shouts out coaches. Shouts out coaches. Shouts we out football. got to spend some time at home last week. Yes, we did. And I had a great time. I don't know about you. I had such a blast. Yeah. I, we, we drove up early. Uh, we didn't, you know. Yeah. We decided to spend our work week there. Yep. And I wouldn't have had it any other way. We got to spend some quality time with mom and dad. Yeah. And just kind of be back home for be, a little bit. Yeah, which, like, I haven't been home yeah. for more than two days in, like, three years. Yeah. So it was very restful to get to go i i'm just thankful that i get to say like my thanksgiving was restful because i feel like there's so many jokes and so many actual stories of Mm -hmm. thanksgiving is stressful thanksgiving is a hard time for a lot of people it didn't feel stressful for a second no it was actually like the most restful Mm -hmm. work week i mean it was a half week anyway but getting to be home getting to see our mom have her on the podcast Getting to sit by the fire pit outside every night and just like drink dad's tequila, drink dad's tequila, drink his whiskey. (laughs) We drank a lot of liquor last week. We did. It was nice. And it was very warming and very nice. Getting to have our significant others come into town. That was beautiful. And just hang out. I realized when we left on Saturday, Mm -hmm. I had not left the house except for one trip to the grocery store with mom that Mm -hmm. lasted about 10 minutes. Sure. The whole week. Like, really? For the first time in 
yeah. years, I was in one place for the whole week. How did it feel to be stationary like that? It honestly was a blur in a good way mm-hmm. because I move around so much and mm-hmm. life is really busy. All with good things. I'm definitely not one of those people yeah. that's busy with things he hates. Like, yeah, and it's not like you laid around. We went to the gym. We went. Yeah, running. we went to the gym. We you did. rode your bike a couple times. Yeah, like we went on walks and stuff. But yeah, just yeah. to be in one place and not go really anywhere. Yeah, not drive like not drive yeah. forty minutes to go to work and go to the gym <laughs> and do a podcast yeah. and go home. Like. Yeah. It was really nice and definitely made me miss small town life, if I'm being honest. like There are parts of it I forgot I, I like. Yeah. What were the parts that you forgot you liked? Slow pace of life. Yeah. No traffic. No traffic. <laughs> Dude, getting to the gym um, so quick. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the friendliness of the people. Yeah. People would come up to you just to say hi and, you know, say they missed you and mm-hmm. that's it. Like, there's yeah. no ulterior anything they don't you know they don't even necessarily want to talk for a long time they just want you to know that they see you and they care about you yeah and have a good day yeah the the thing i think i saw it's a really practical thing but i never realized this was something that could be missed Mm -hmm. or that i was missing yeah at one point i had finished work for the day i think this was wednesday so the day before thanksgiving Mom comes in from her second trip to the grocery store that day. Yeah. It's not even noon yet. Yeah. And she had set eggs on the counter and they fell off. Mm -hmm. And she just goes, oh, guess I got to go back to the grocery store. Yeah. And I realized you can say that because the grocery store is three minutes away. Mm -hmm. If that happened where I live at our place. Yeah. I wouldn't have eggs just sort of crying. for another day or the two eggs would have because dropped off the I don't want to drive like, another 25, 25 minutes there and back. Yeah. So 50 minutes total mm-hmm. to it, replace dude, the eggs. Dude, if your day's going wrong and you drop those eggs, that's that's grounds for a That breakdown. is a broken window. That is a bro- <laughs> those, not only are the eggs broken, your spirit is broken exactly. in a big town. Yeah, and I feel that. speaking of mom... We're going to try and give her a call. We've had some great feedback from the episode that we had with her last week, which we really appreciate. We really if you do. haven't listened to it yet... Go check it out. Lots of mom wisdom. I cry twice. It's I get a little <laughs> misty throughout most of it. Just having our mom sit down and talk to us honestly and vulnerably. Yeah. I feel very blessed. And so elegantly. I feel like we not everybody has that relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm glad that we do. I'm glad she takes the time to well, consider us in that way. Our mom, and we talked about this on the way to mm-hmm. Andrews last week. Our mom has done such an incredible job of transitioning from mom to friend. I mean, yeah. she's still our mom. She always will be. Will always ask us if we're showering and taking care of ourselves mm-hmm. and is very nurturing, but she has made effort to be our friend too and to treat us as if we are slightly adults. And I I realize at least in my friend group there are some parents that don't do that. They don't make that transition or they don't make the effort right. to They're treat their, always your parent that yeah. is like you know, their job is to make sure you behave right. Yeah. Or they just kind of disappear. Yeah. They just sort of don't know what to do. So they just, right. they just do disappear nothing. into ambiguity until you have kids and then right. their grandparents. And then the, yeah. But our mom and our dad, but mom is who was on the podcast, mm-hmm. did, has done such an incredible job and self-work to really extend a hand of friendship to her own sons. And we just commend her for that. But we forgot to ask her a very important question. What and, being and a Texan means to her. So we're going to see if we can get her on the phone really quick. Let's see who she answers for. Oh. Hi. Good morning, Mama. Morning. You are back on the Texas podcast for a second. 
Oh, right now? Right, right now. now. <laughs> well, hi, guys. What's up? Howdy. Well, howdy. We love you, number one, and number we miss one. you already. I love y'all too. We had such I a good time. <laughs> and uh, we realized as we were getting ready for this episode that we forgot to ask you a very important question during your episode last week. Yes, and I know what it is. Well, then I must ask the rhetorical question, what does it mean to you, mother, to be a Texan? <laughs> well, I don't think you can be a Texan and not be full of pride about your state. And so I'm a very proud Texan. Um, I think Texas breeds uh, good people, and I'm glad to be a part of that. Aw. You know who else breeds good people? Who's that? You. (laughs) (laughs) Well, after the week we've had, um, I... You know, I hate to take the credit, but I have to say, y'all are good people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we are really glad that the goodbye is short-lived from last weekend, because we get to see you in a couple more days for Dad's little rodeo session. I know. Can't wait. It's going to be be a good time. It's going to be awesome. Well, we're going to wrap up this episode so that we can get to work, but we had to have you back on real quick to get your answer that people wanted to know, and now they have a wonderful answer. Be proud, be kind, be good. We love you so much, Mama. Love you, Mom. Love y'all, too. Bye. Bye. What a sweetheart. (laughs) Friend of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. (laughs) She she really does, like, um, you know, actually support us. She really does. Yeah. I I would almost have to credit her as a producer because she listens to every episode. And she asks people to listen. And And she gives us feedback. She does. She's the one who... Told us to draw back the cussing a little mm-hmm. bit. I maintain that we never were cu- cursing. We that never much. were, but I think yeah. we stepping it back. There was even literally more. one episode where we did. Yeah, and it was mostly me. So <laughs> I mean, it was mostly somebody else. Well, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, it was funny. anyway. I mean, <laughs> yeah, man, it was, uh, <laughs> that was, that was good. That yeah, was he's good. not listening. That was my Temple Baker <laughs> impersonation. We gotta but get him. Uh, we gotta get him a Yeti. We really do. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so you kind of alluded to it. We have our first sponsor. Yes, we do. Who may or may not be a silent investor in the podcast long term. We're still working on that deal. Mm -hmm. We have a couple of other people that I can shout out. Uh, Athletic Brewing Company is we're working on a deal with them to Mm -hmm. have an affiliate link to share with people. Uh, working with Boco Gear Hats to get yeah. some Texas hats made. Let's go. We're working on getting those t-shirts made mm-hmm. that we promised to this week. people this week. We have some things in the work mm-hmm. that are... That are slowly building li- up. Building up, and this podcast, even when it was just an idea, has been legitimate to you and me. Yeah. But we have things in the works that are making it more legitimate to not just the people that listen, but... To people who would just stumble upon our page. And so, as that's happening, I just wanted to take some time before we end this episode to ask you and for us to talk about, over the next six months, where is Tex-ish going? We never, we never talk we about never our talk podcast about it, really. on the podcast. Yeah, We're 23 episodes in. That's half a year. Mm-hmm. Over the next half year, where is this show going? That's a great question. And I, th- I think about it a lot. I don't know about you. Every single uh, day. <laughs> and I think this is a good time to kind of lay out some plans that will, you know, <laughs> pardon us, listeners. This probably won't be very exciting, but I think it'll keep us accountable yeah. to, to the listeners and to ourselves because it's recorded and it's out there. Yes. And I think some of the easy things that we start implementing are 
consistent social posting. That's on me. <laughs> it's on both of us. I mean, this is all this is all a, this is a group effort. Like, nothing. yeah. Well, it's not an excuse, but we've yeah. been we've been committed to building this from scratch, mm-hmm. but we've also been committed to building this as we are working full time. Uh-huh. I'm married and right. prioritizing my marriage as right. I always will, and which you have given me a lot of yeah. Under, I can't even call it grace because I'm not ashamed of prioritizing no, of my not. marriage. But you have understood that, and so mm-hmm. the pockets to create are a little bit shorter. They're shorter, yeah. Then I think either of us would like, but it's the way it it's needs the way to it be. And I think in some ways, it like I always believe that limits on on creativity in some way create some of the most fun. Creative oh, yeah. pieces. Mm-hmm. If you have unlimited time to create and unlimited resources, you end up with Transformers Five. <laughs> <laughs> so, sometimes I almost said crap, but you said the actual version of crap. <laughs> so sometimes it's nice to have limits on you. <laughs> it, it really well, and, but the um, thing is, you and I are daydreaming about yes. this show all mm-hmm. the time. So I think by saying in con- in no uncertain terms over the next six months, we will have a consistent posting schedule beyond just releasing an episode every Monday. And posting about the episode. And posting about the episode. Texas Dads Translated, mm-hmm. which we have two episodes more, on the pike. Yeah, we do. <laughs> uh, more sketches, of which we've talked about a little bit. Yes. Um, delving into some other areas where we can post the podcast, like mm-hmm. filming it and putting it on YouTube, yep. which is feedback we've gotten from a lot of different people. A lot of different people. They want to see us, which is interesting because I never would have thought about that um but then i think about it especially in the work that i do and scribe pitching to podcasts all the time they all film they all film it Mm -hmm. and they they're just filming themselves talking Talking. as you and i are now but even some of the podcasts i watch right or follow there are a few that do it that i would not listen to without the audio without the visual which even just pulling it up on youtube sometimes Uh is easier is easier even the accessibility uh, With that, though, because mm-hmm. we are going to do that. We are going to do that. We're going to build out, as a we've talked about, studio. the ideas, the soft ideas, mm-hmm. a legit podcast studio mm-hmm. or set. I think it's better to call it a set, for I sure. I think it's probably better to call it a set, and then you'll have the, the studio aspects yes. is all the stuff behind the camera. Exactly. All um, the back end stuff. Yes, exactly. And so, consistent... Posting, consistent posting, which we understand doesn't equate to more followers, more listeners. Right. But what this we're is, gonna do. But I think the bottom line, uh, not the bottom line. I think something to keep in mind about all of this is that we love that people listen to this, but we do this because it's fun for us. Yeah, and we're learning, and we're having fun. And the so, end goal, the bottom line, the bottom line, the end result is always for us to have fun. Right. Which sounds selfish, but it does. But I believe that is what makes the best product, the best right, because we're doing the things that we want to do. Yes, and it makes it way easier to have listeners that way, to me at least, because mm-hmm. I'm not thinking as we're doing this, who's listening, what are they thinking? Right. I'm just thinking, I'm having a blast with having my a brother. blast doing this, having a blast learning about things I would not be able to learn about exactly. talking to people I would never interact with otherwise. Exactly. So consistent posting schedule. Mm-hmm. Video, video on YouTube, so set. streaming on YouTube, a set, merch, merch, website, website, which is in the works, and I think by the end of six months we have our first episode of Texas Goes. I would like to have two. You'd like to have two. So Texas Goes, we'll give a little teaser. Yeah. A video series where literally it's Seth and I think Travel Channel style mm-hmm. going to do something at a small town yep. that we've talked about or a, a certain barbecue joint, like doing a sort of Travel Channel style docu series, just yeah. Texas goes, whatever that might be. 
which means that we'll probably have, you know, either a free like a freelance videographer that we or one of my friends, little brothers friends, little who brothers. doesn't need money <laughs> and might I mean, want to spend ideal. some time in Austin this that, summer. I mean, that'd be great. So I've, I've actually texted him. I haven't told Perfect. you about that. No. Sometimes I do things and I don't tell you about it till Same. after. I'm a ready yeah. fire aim kind of guy, I like but that. a video intern to come to come video, video us doing stuff and yeah. do all that work for no pay, no pay, no pay, zero pay. <laughs> but think about the clout, though. The clout. All of our tens of <laughs> listeners and followers will be. But yours. all of this could create tens yeah. into hundreds into thousands if that is to happen. Mm-hmm. The other piece of this will be as we're doing this, legitimizing, already shouting out Athletic yeah. Brewing, Boco Gear. Getting a couple more actual sponsors. Mm. We know that you all love the not sponsors. <laughs> and we'll never stop doing We will that. never stop never. doing not sponsors. Not sponsors will always open this show. That is a fact. That is what we've agreed on. But we do want to build this into something that supports our life, mm-hmm. meaning we do want to monetize it. And I think that's a weird thing to say because yeah. it's creative and it's fun right. and everybody wants to make money off their podcasts. Yes, but like we love what we're doing and we want to build it into something that is actually what we make a living off of if that is in the cards. Right. And we understand that it might not be, but we're but not we going to act try. like it's not a goal and yeah. not going to act like it's not something we're going to do. I'm not going to pretend like I don't enjoy doing this more than I enjoy anything else I do. Exactly. Uh, and I'm not going to pretend like I don't want this to be the thing. The thing. And then it gets to support other things. Right. So that's where we're heading the next six months as far as I think the most concise way to say it is how I opened it. We're on the road to legitimizing mm-hmm. and tightening some of this stuff up to where it's still us having fun at the end of the day. The core of this podcast is just me and my brother having fun together, mm-hmm. making things together, but putting things in place that build it out to be what we make our living off of and what you, the listener gets to enjoy even more because mm-hmm. there's more content because there's video because there's, and as we build the community of, of listeners, we get more feedback. You guys get to interact with each other more and hopefully that grows into its own thing as well. Exactly. I would love to have a little community of Texas mega fans. Oh man, that'd be great. man. That'd be amazing. Speaking of which, if you're a mega fan right now, before we get to our Atlanta siding, now that you know where we're now trying to know, go, yeah. help us out. Tens of <laughs> listeners. Go leave a review. We need written reviews. On Apple Podcasts. On Apple Podcasts. Go to Spotify. Hit the follow button. And share this episode. Share, share with everybody. Share Talk your about favorite the episodes. Honestly, stop telling me you like the podcast. <laughs> Tell other people you like it yeah. so that they go listen to it because we love what we're doing and we want to keep doing it. And we want to share it and we want to make it better. And we want to bring guests on that you guys will enjoy even more. Exactly. I want SC Gwynn on here. I want, you know. <laughs> I want Willie Nelson. I want Joe Rogan on this podcast. I I don't think we can get Joe. I, I don't want either. Joe. I, a dream of mine would be that either Joe or Tom and Bird on Two Bears, One Cave mention us. Mention. That's, see, you know what? That's very much. Just very, like, very, like, offhanded. I've been listening to these local guys. Right. And they're awesome. They're great. I can't act like I don't want that yeah, to happen. I can't. Yeah, I'm not going to pretend. I, that, that would make me so unbelievably happy. Just giddy. Just so giddy. Speaking of happiness, mm-hmm. you saw him. Happiness. Um, I did. How was it? It was weird because, you know, usually you have the combative relationship with Lance. Yeah, he hates and I, me. <laughs> he took me by surprise. I thought we were good. You know, these so last, did I. Was he these not last nice? Couple, these last couple sightings, man, he's been really like pleasant and nice Aww. and encouraging. 
but I don't know what happened, man. We were home. Okay. And as you know, we took the bikes out. Yeah. Uh, going for a ride. And I thought everything was fine. We're in Andrews. We're safe. I don't have to worry there's about no way There's, there's no, no major way, highway no major highway to get there. There's no way that that little bald <laughs> is going <gonna> be <laughs> to be able to make it out to BFE yeah. and mess with us. So I'm just, I'm not even thinking about it. I'm yeah. enjoying a bike ride with my brother. And out of nowhere, I get thrown off the bike and take a spill. <laughs> I scrape up the side of my leg. My butt cheek still hurts today. Like I'm, I'm more in. I'm not really hurt. I'm just embarrassed. Yeah. Who falls off a bike at 30 years old? Right. Right. Not you. Not me. Except today I did. <laughs> so I get thrown off the bike and I'm kind of coming out of the roll. I'm okay. I'm a couple people driving by saw me, make sure I'm okay. I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just my ego's really hurt. Yeah. And as I'm getting up, I turn to the right and I see that yellow flash come to a stop. <sighs> Stares at me and he pulls up just these little scissors and he snips them, gives me a, gives me a little bird. And I look at my front tire and that brake line's been cut. He had he ri- cut, ridden yeah. by and cut the he brake ran, line. He cut the brake line. So when I pull. That's mean. That's dude. mean, man. He actually hurt you. He actually hurt me. He threatens me, but right. he hurt you. You know what? Maybe he thought that I was you or that, that <laughs> you were going to take right, that yeah, bike. Maybe. But I, I couldn't believe it, man. He just <laughs> he snips those little scissors and goes. Forever always, huh? <laughs> Rides off. I guess he. I guess he went back to Austin. I guess he went. Back. Maybe yeah. I don't know how he got there. Well, dude, be on the lookout. Be on the lookout. He's. He's maybe. You know what? I gotta say, the holidays are hard for everyone, <laughs> especially if you don't have all your parts. You know, it's, or your family, or your family. Ooh, burn. He got deep. Oh man. <laughs> well, let's lift it out of that. Yeah. Well, watch your, back. Uh, watch your back. If you're out on the streets, too, watch your back. Check your bike line. Check your lines. <laughs> check you your know. pillows. Check your bike. Check your Christmas tree. Yeah. He's turned a corner. He's being mean again. He's being so mean again. Maybe he'll be nice to you. The, maybe the, uh, we'll see what happens. Because guys, right in with your land sightings if you see him. Uh, just be on the lookout. I'm, this is a warning more than anything else. <laughs> we we are at threat level yellow. Yeah. <laughs> Lance sightings. Threat level yellow. <laughs> awesome. Well, if you have a Lance sighting, make sure to DM us at text underscore pod. Yes, sir. Leave the review. Give the follow. Give us a follow on Instagram, text underscore pod. We appreciate you listening to this point. Mm-hmm. We have, as we just said, a lot of things in the work for the next six months. We're going to make it happen. We appreciate each of you. Bye, Bye y'all. Bye, y'all.